hello and welcome to the Greater Than Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is 1 John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and have already overcome them, for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Join us as we have different guests and topics that address what's going on in our world and culture from a biblical perspective to find and remind ourselves that greater is he on the inside of us than he that is in the world. Hey everyone, welcome back to Greater Than Podcast. My name is Elijah Merle and I am joined by Jonathan and Katie Cowan and uh, it's such an honor to have them on. Uh, they are a blessing. I just met them, uh, what, this month? It's still October, right? Yeah, so this yeah. month, earlier at the time of this recording, earlier this month in October is when I met them at uh, my spiritual father's uh, week of increase uh, that they have at Faith Life Church of Branson. That's Keith and Phyllis Moore. And uh, it was an honor to to meet them. And I was like, man, they're so cool. And, and they're younger. <laughs> Anytime I meet somebody younger that's doing this too, my heart kind of leaps as well. And so uh, I'm excited to have them on. And so uh, Jonathan and Katie, how are y'all doing tonight? We're great. We're doing, We're doing great. Awesome, man. Yeah. Excited to be awesome. here and excited to about the connection that the Lord brought us. Oh, you know, yeah. We feel the same way. Anytime we find somebody that's younger, that's going after everything the Lord's called them to do. It's exciting. It's thrilling and really encouraging to see that happen. Yes, very it is, yeah, and, and I just love it so much. Well, this episode, guys, kind of just going to be kind of laid back and uh, interview style. Y'all who've listened to the podcast, you, you've account, encountered episodes like this before. Uh, we're just going to talk about uh, them, and, you know, their life, their testimony. I want you to check them out. Check them out on YouTube, and uh, and we'll give you all that information here. Well, as a matter of fact, let's do it backwards. Uh, Jonathan, where can people find you guys on YouTube and stuff? Let's do that first, and so people can look you guys up. Absolutely. So on YouTube, you can find us. It's called House of Faith. That's the broadcast that we're doing. Actually, it's, it's reversed right now, but it's House of Faith. We're actually in our studio right now. This is where we film our broadcast. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, it's coming out twice a month, but come January 1st, we're coming at everybody weekly, coming at everybody mm -hmm. with the word of faith, man, the message of faith, the message that changed our life, the message that still changes our life and gives oh, us yeah. life. And that's what we're coming to give everybody else. So on YouTube, House of Faith, you can go on to uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can just search Jonathan Cowan. Follow me there, Katie Cowan. You can also find our website, cowanministries.org. That's where you can find some good resources. We got links to everything there. Mm -hmm. So that may be the easiest place, the, the hub, if you yep. will, if I can find <laughs> what they need from our website. No, that's awesome. So you guys do that. Look that up. Uh, House of Faith there on YouTube and it'll bless your life. Like I said, uh, this message of faith is important. As necessary, yes. and it still needs to be going strong today. We, as uh, I'm reminded of Dad Hagen, he said that there would be some things lost to a generation unless we teach them. And so, uh, it's yes. important that that this message of faith uh, is brought the gospel, really, and yes. um, the, just being good news about the good things our good Father <laughs> has done for us in Jesus. And so, it's just yes. an amazing thing. So, uh, Jonathan, Katie, let's let's go, let's dive into this. So, I'll start with you, Jonathan. Jonathan, tell us about your upbringing, because you come from a ministry background. Uh, yes, can sir. you take us into some of that? Absolutely. Uh, I grew up listening to some of the greatest generals, in my opinion, uh, of my lifetime. I got to listen to Dad Hagen and listen to Keith Moore. I mean, from my mother's womb, I'm sure I was hearing <laughs> their messages and, and uh, Brother Copeland and Jerry Savelle and all these great men and women of faith. Uh, I grew up in very much a, a faith household. I've heard others like Pastor Jeremy Pearson's talk about this, and I can relate so much that, you know, you grew up in the house of faith. It was mm -hmm. faith in the morning, faith in the afternoon, faith at night. That's how we did things, man. It wasn't just a message. My dad's a pastor. I don't ever remember not being a pastor's kid, <laughs> um, yeah. but I've always loved ministry. I love Jesus, love the word. And we grew up in a very word household. We started, we would listen to Brother Copeland's daily broadcast. And that was kind of yeah. a part of our, our school. <laughs> it was yeah. very much a big part of our life. And we went to crusades and everything, whenever we had sickness or a, a symptom, a lying symptom hit our bodies in our house. It wasn't just let's lay down to it. No nope, lights on. Let's take the covers off, get out of bed. What scriptures you standing on? Let's confess the word. Um, and so it's really from as, as early as I can remember, it was just the word. And one of the uh, people that really was very um, inspirational to me growing up was Carmen. 
It was every day before school or even before I was doing school. It was just Carmen. Other people were watching Blue's Clues and, you know, Rugrats or whatever people watched back then. But I was watching Carmen. It was it was just Carmen all day, every day. And, it, you know, even without necessarily realizing it at such a young age, it was getting the word inside and building that foundation strong in the word and the word of faith and the message of faith and uh, really kind of helped embolden me even at a young age. And then when I went to kindergarten, uh, <laughs> so I've been told the stories that I would preach to my kindergarten class every day. It was, oh, yeah. it was I bring my Bible, I bring everything and say, this is what Jesus said. Y'all <laughs> y'all need to get saved. You need to follow Jesus. And I was evangelizing my kindergarten class. <laughs> Come on. That's awesome. But then I, I kind of went through a, a little stint where I, I got really shy and didn't want to talk to anybody, didn't want to be in front of anybody. And then um, when I was nine years old, uh, I went and talked to my dad and said, you know, I really feel like the Lord's called me to preach. And I really feel like the Lord's called me to be a minister. And I said, I'd like to preach my first message. And of course, my dad being a pastor, he said, all right, let's do it. So he set the dates at the time and then let me go. And let me preach yeah. at nine years old. Uh, and it became kind of a yearly tradition that I would sit there and I would preach every every year. And then it kind of grew from there. I became a children's pastor, uh, taught the children's church at our at our church. Then I taught the youth, taught the young adults, uh, been an associate pastor, <laughs> kind of been in every yeah. aspect you can imagine. And now we really feel like, you know, the Lord just wants us to take this message of faith to anybody and everybody who will listen. Uh, and do it, you know, as Brother Copeland put it, to get on every available voice. Mm. So how can we get this message of faith to everybody, everywhere? <laughs> and so that's why we've kind of really just taken that challenge recently and put it up on YouTube. Or mm -hmm. we, we've been writing books. Let's 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 get this message. Uh, what the the mission statement for our ministry is to teach every generation the revelation of faith. Yeah. Um, yeah. because I'm determined that this wonderful, precious word, this message of faith is not just going to die off with me or with the previous generation. I want my generation and those after me to, to really grab hold of this. and It'll change their life. It'll give them life. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, coming up through there, I went to Rama, uh when I was 19 uh, and then came back and started teaching the youth again at my church. Um, and then all the while ready, asking the Lord, ready to get married. Where's my wife? And I was yeah. like, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready. And she was a good bit younger than I, I was. I was not ready. So she was still learning how to drive when yeah. I, when I thought I was ready. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> so That's it's funny. It's better to just trust the Lord and say, Definitely. you know, I may be ready, but she may not be. She may still and, be learning to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. Yeah. I, found, I also pretty quickly that I wasn't as ready as I thought I was. So yeah, I went to yeah. Brother Moore's website and listened to every marriage conference he ever had. <laughs> I'm very Come grateful on. for that. Yeah. So thank you, Brother Moore, for that. Yes, she's thankful for it. Husband, before I ever met her, mm -hmm. and yeah, it, it was just all along the way God was preparing us and preparing me mm -hmm. specifically for the season that we've stepped into now yeah. of preaching this word. I mean, it wasn't a coincidence. The family I was born into and the the word that I got to hear, I count myself very blessed, mm -hmm. very privileged to have heard the the kind of teaching that I have at such a young age and. You know, because I recognize there's a lot of people in the world that have never heard any messages on faith or yeah. that God loves them and that God cares for them and that God wants to bless them. And mm -hmm. there's precious promises from the word of God. There's people that have never heard that. Yeah. And I've, yeah. you know, heard it my whole life. And I've probably been to more church services as a 30 year old than most people have as an 80 year old. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Yeah. Such a privilege and I count it such a such a blessing. And I'm very grateful for it. And because it brought me here where I've got that strong foundation where, you know, it's, it's not anything about me, but it's the revelation the Lord's given to me that I can now give to other people and, yes. and help other people understand and come to this full knowledge of the truth that God just wants to be good to you because he loves you and he cares about you. And God wants to bless you in every area of your life. So I'm very, very thankful 
for the upbringing that I had and yeah. and the, the strong message of faith that was relentlessly taught to me. <laughs> and I heard, That's right. I heard very, very often that Jonathan, we do things differently in this house. We don't do that in this house. We don't do that. And it took me a while to understand that we were talking about the house of faith and mm-hmm. the house of faith. We don't always do it the same way as everybody else, but that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So no, that's for sure. No, that's for sure. That's awesome. Um, so yeah. Katie, if I'm not mistaken, you weren't raised the exact same way that Jonathan was. So can you take us into your upbringing and then we'll get into how y'all met and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And you were definitely not mistaken in saying that. <laughs> yeah. not brought up that way. Um, now I will say little caveat. Um, I did grow up loving Jesus, you know, grew up in the church. Um, my parents, I mean, they love Jesus. They always, you know, we had like family Bible study time, but the difference was we didn't really know, you know, about faith, about grace, about the God wants to bless you. He wants to, he wants to show his goodness to you. He has abundance in store for you. You know, it was more just like, you know, this is, if this is God's will, then, you know, it'll happen or like his mysterious plan. We don't really know what that is, but we just trust him. But, you know, what I really didn't understand was like, well, how can I trust someone that I don't ever know what the next move is going to be? I don't know his will, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, if you don't know what to expect, then how are you going to be able to trust somebody, you know? So that was kind of where I was, I guess, at that point. But growing up, I, you know, was kind of, I didn't really have a relationship with Jesus. I didn't really know what that looked like. How do I actually do that? How do I implement that? I didn't ever really know, but I was always in church. I knew I wanted to be there. I knew that there was something different about being in church, you know, and we did grow up, you know, we don't cuss, we don't drink, we don't do this stuff because in this house we do things differently. But um, it wasn't until actually I met Jonathan that I was, I ever even heard about, you know, the gospel of grace, faith, and how to do that in your everyday life, that this is for now, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, honestly, I was like, this is crazy. This is weird. (laughs) This is very different. You know, I mean, when you're, when you're not brought up hearing about that and, you know, now, the good thing about the fact that I didn't grow up that way is that I never take it for granted. You know, at this point, I'm like, wow, there is such a massive difference between how I was living then and how I'm living now yeah. that I will, I cannot take it for granted. Like, it's just, it's not possible. So um, it's so precious to me, even more so now, because I've seen it work. I've had to rely on my own relationship with Jesus, not, you know, my parents, not yeah. just the environment yeah. I grew up in. Um, so that's been something that's really, the Lord's really helped me with, but, um, and saying all that, you know, that I didn't grow up that way. Um, uh, we do have a home-based church here in Athens and, um, I'm so, so grateful for it because without that church, without Jonathan and his family, I never would have heard this stuff, you know, or I would have heard it and just not really understood. But, um, but my parents actually started coming to the church once they started noticing a difference in me and um, they saw kind of the really noticeable turnaround that happened in my life because, you know, I was living one way and Mm -hmm. now I'm like a different person. They were like, okay, well, there's something to this. There's something different about you. That's like really undeniable. What is that? You know? And it was, I mean, it's grace. It's the love of God, which they had that to begin with. You know, they, like I said, they have always loved Jesus, but it's just taking it to that next level, you know, and, um, but they have started to see some serious breakthrough in their life and they have just taken it and run with it, ran with it. I mean, they have seen, we've heard testimony after testimony from my parents. I mean, most of the testimonies you read at the church, a lot of times are from my parents because they've just, they have taken it and it's become so real to them. And I'm so grateful for the Holy spirit and for, um, the Lord, just, you know, bringing me into that environment so that, you know, we can really walk in that abundance, but what the Lord's really put on our heart to do, like what Jonathan was saying is to go and to take the gospel to anyone and everyone that will hear it on every available voice. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool that, um, you know, once we started feeling that the Lord was kind of leading us into that, we started hearing a lot of messages about, you know, um, with inside the vision from, um, pastor Kenneth Copeland. Um, he, it was 
was just so cool because we heard him say that. We were like, wait, that sounds really familiar. That's exactly George what. Pearson's. Yeah, George Pearson's. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Pastor George Pearson's not Pastor Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland's amazing too. But um, but yeah, yeah. Pastor George Pearson's, um, when he said that, getting it on every available voice, it really resonated with us. And we we're like, well, that's exactly what we were talking about. And then Jeremy was talking about that as well. And then, you know, um, Pastor Keith as well. And it was just really cool. The Lord just kind of, you know, confirming that for us. And that was yeah. just really cool, especially week of increase. We were like, oh man, that's exactly what we've been believing for. That's what we're talking about. So we know we're in the flow with the spirit, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of how I grew up and that's how I came to be where I'm at now. And so yeah. thankful for and Jonathan. And when you had that open heart though, yeah. even though you had never heard it, mm -hmm. that it yeah. wasn't like, no, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. Right. Like that's so yeah. different. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. going to stay comfortable mm -hmm. in my ignorance. <laughs> right, right. Because yeah. mm -hmm. it was more comfortable. But, but... To, to actually confront that and right. say, you know what, maybe I haven't, mm -hmm. haven't heard everything and take it from a, a, a standpoint of humility. Right. And saying, you know what, I must not have just ever heard this. It reminds me a lot of, you know, the Apostle Paul. Uh, when he was preaching somewhere and they said, you know, he's, he asked me, have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they were like, we didn't oh, yeah. even know there was a such thing. Yes. And yeah. it was, it, yeah. that's, that's, that what, was that's how it was with her. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't any kind of like, I'm going to buck up against this whole faith mm -hmm. thing because mm -hmm. it's so different. Mm -hmm. It was, no, this is a good thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know it. Right. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. ever yeah. told me this. Yeah. No one's mm -hmm. ever said that I can actually have faith for healing. Right. That God wants yeah. my body well. Mm -hmm. Nobody's ever told me that yeah. God wants to provide for all of my needs so that I can go be a blessing to people mm -hmm. and advance the kingdom. Yeah. Nobody's ever told me that. And so it, it was really such a testament, you know, when we, especially when we first started dating, to see you walk from never hearing it mm -hmm. to now walking it out. Yeah. And that's yeah. the that's the truth for everybody. If we'll if we'll take that approach of just being honest. And humble in heart and saying, mm -hmm. Lord, maybe I don't know everything, but I'm open to your correction. Yeah. Then you'll mm -hmm. find yourself walking in more abundance than you ever thought possible. So that yeah. was really such a testament yeah. to you when we first started going out into now. Mm -hmm. It was just that that open heart to whatever yeah. the Lord has. That's what I want. Just taking right. the word of God for what it is. What's the word say? That's what it's all about. Yeah. And no, I mean, awesome. also one of the first messages I ever heard on, you know, faith and um, just the house of faith was pastor jeremy pearson's actually mm -hmm. and um jonathan it was not a test but kind of he was like i'm gonna send this to her and if she was if she actually listens to it then you know we can talk about it but if she doesn't listen to it then i'll be like okay she doesn't really her heart may not quite be there yet but i mm -hmm. listened to that thing and i was like this is incredible i don't know who this guy is but i like him yeah. i like this yeah. faith I don't know a lot about it, but I'm in. Like I was, the yeah. yes, that was there. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, but man, the Lord was preparing Jonathan to help me because without, you know, his he was so patient, so kind, so long suffering with me because you know my heart was definitely open to it, but I was a little immature, didn't quite know, you know, what I was getting into, but. Oh my goodness. The grace of God is so good. He's so merciful. So yes, awesome. Yeah. And, um, I'll also say the, the turning point for me, you know, cause I started to really listen to it, dive into it and, um, mm -hmm. uh, allow the Lord to really reveal some things to me. But what really got me just fired up and like all in was when we believed God for our house. That's right. And that's a yeah. whole long story, but, um, I'll basically just say this. The Lord orchestrated step after step. It was, I mean, the biggest testimony that we've had to date, you know, just the beginning. Mm -hmm. But this is, I mean, that was a huge deal for me. And that really just sparked it on the inside of me. And it, that fire is just still going. So I'm just really excited about what God has yeah. in store. Amen. Oh, no, that's awesome. That's wonderful. Yeah. So uh, I want to I want to get to that that house. You know, this is a podcast. We can take our time. We can go in detail, whatever y'all want to do. But before yeah. we get to that, though, I want to kind of back <laughs> up a little bit here. And um, how, how did you guys meet? How did you know that it was there was something here? There's something more here. Can you go into that some? Yeah. So um, I was praying and believing God uh, for a while. And I was actually 
engaged before I, I, I knew her. Um, I, it was, you know, there's, it's not that she was terrible or anything, but when it's not, if it's not right, it's not right. And mm -hmm. you got to be able to follow yeah. peace on that. And again, be willing to follow the Lord, yeah. even if that means giving up something else that, mm -hmm. that you had already imagined and created for yourself. Um, so I had, I had let go of that and broke that off with, with her. Uh, and so I just committed for the next year to do nothing but seek the Lord and, and develop such a, a strong relationship with the Lord. And I had gotten to such a point where I was so content and happy and just thrilled with my relationship yeah. with the Lord. Um, but I said, Lord, if you ever bring anybody into my life, I know that it's going to be your grace that makes it happen. It's going to be easy, and it's but it's only going to be you. I'm never going to go seek it out, never going to go look for it again, because I am so happy just following the Lord and doing whatever he had in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I got to go to Southwest Believers Convention in 2017. It was amazing and life-changing. But even before that, the Lord was orchestrating our relationship mm -hmm. even before I knew she existed. So back in, <laughs> back in 2013, I had just gotten back from Rhema. I was back at my church and our drummer at the time at the church was leaving to go to college. And I had no idea how to play drums. I was very interested. I had piddled around but never actually played at all. And um, my brother was the worship leader at the time. And he said, guess what? You're playing drums. It's time for you to figure it out. And um, whether he knew it or not, he was being led by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, I certainly didn't know it. I was just like, okay, this is going to be, it's going to sound really bad, but the willing yeah. heart, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I, I sat down and I started playing. And it was really bad. It was terrible. Um, and so I ended up going to a local um, music shop here in Athens. And I was talking to uh, a sales associate and I was just like, I don't even know what I'm looking for. I don't know what to do. Can you kind of help guide me and, and show me, point me in the right direction? And we just started talking and we just really hit it off. It was like an, a, a God connection from the very moment we started uh, conversing. And uh, I, I ended up asking him if he knew Jesus and he did. He was, he was uh, leading worship at a, another church in Athens and I was like, man, that's awesome. That's so great. So we ended up connecting and um, started getting together more often, more often. We really built a strong relationship and friendship. Uh, and then again, so fast forward in 2017 and him and I and uh, some of uh, my friends and family, we went on a cruise together and then we came back. And uh, when we were dropping him off, his parents and her were there to pick him up. And yeah. I, I really didn't even know she existed. I know he had talked about a little sister, but I guess in my mind, I was thinking like a little sister. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I saw her get out of the car and I was like, I should know her. <laughs> she yeah. looks really great. Yeah. Who is that? And why are, are we not best friends? Because we yeah. But it was it was honestly, you know, it's it's funny, but it was also like just such a draw on the inside, like looking back now, knowing what I know now and seeing it then she and I started talking then that night. And it was just such an easy conversation, mm -hmm. so easy to just get along with one another and conversations were great. Then we just started talking and I just decided to start pursuing her. Uh, it just felt a piece about it on the inside. So we started talking and I started asking her about, you know, kind of what she wanted to do with her life and um, started comparing things. And this was a God thing from the very beginning. Uh, we met in September of 2017. Mm -hmm. um, fast forward to the next summer of 2018. Well, we, we started dating the following spring. Mm -hmm. And then in 2018, I went to Southwest Believers Convention again with my sister. And I said, Lord, I'm going to be seeking direction from you. Uh, I'm willing to hear whatever you want. If this is not from you, I'm willing to walk away. I'm willing to follow you, whatever mm -hmm. it means. Because mm -hmm. if, yeah. if you're not willing to hear what the Lord has to say, and you've already right. made up your mind beforehand, mm -hmm. you're probably yeah. not going to hear from him. You're going to hear your own flesh. Yeah. And exactly. so I said, this is a good opportunity. I'll be gone for a week. So we're not we're not really talking that much because I'm in services all day. This is this would be a good opportunity. And so I just sat there and I was praying and I never heard this booming voice 
from heaven that said, God, yes. this is God, Jonathan, Mary Katie. It never happened. And I think a lot of times that's what people are looking for. They're looking yeah. for something spectacular. Yeah, external. I, mm -hmm, and I never even heard the words from God, Mary Katie. But there was this undeniable peace that it was like, this is exactly the path the Lord wants me to go on. This is exactly what he wants. And so it was just like this overwhelming peace. And so the moment I got back, I started making plans with her, not not wedding plans, but moving towards marriage, like what that means, what that looks like mm -hmm. to build a life together and really start building that foundation and start mm -hmm. building those pillars in our relationship. And then I proposed in December of that year. <laughs> and then uh, we got married in the following April. So we're coming up on five years next year. Wonderful. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Praise God. Mm -hmm. No, that's so awesome. I love to hear di different people's testimonies and on how they met and how the Lord orchestrated things. It's always mm -hmm. a, a privilege to hear. It's so, so cool. Uh, so yeah. now, okay, so we've got that. We've set up you guys meeting. Y'all are married now. All this mm -hmm. good stuff. Now, Katie, Katie, I'm going to ask you because women yeah. are more detailed. Uh, tell <laughs> us about the house. Tell us about the house. Okay, so I'm not more detailed. I'm going to try and not take three hours explain this but um it was just such a fantastic fantastic like spectacular display of god's love for us and i mean his favor and faithfulness oh my goodness just was so overwhelming and so evident through the story but um to start with so um i ended up working at a real estate office that i currently work at right now and um it's you know it was great. And they wanted me to take my real estate license course. So I took that, I passed it. And, um, while I was taking it, I kept hearing kind of like, well, okay, I'm sorry, back up. So we, we were living with our brother and sister-in-law at the time. So mm -hmm. we first, when we first got married, lived in this horrible, horrible, when I say horrible, I mean like worse than horrible. Okay. Apartment. It was terrible. And our yeah. bugs everywhere. It was awful. And I, the last straw was when someone tried to break into our apartment and we were like, okay, well, this oh, wow. is not God's will for us. There's got to be something yeah. better than this. You know, it, the word says that he wants us to dwell in peaceful habitations. He gives yeah. his beloved sweet sleep. We are not having sweet sleep with the butcher knife sitting next to <laughs> our bed. That is not sweet sleep yeah, no. okay? <laughs> by <Yeah>. any means. <laughs> So, um, but our brother and sister-in-law were so sweet and gracious enough to let us live with them for, it turned out to be about a year, which that was not the plan. You know, we mm -hmm. were looking for houses the whole time we were there and nothing ever worked out. It was just like, you know, disappointment after disappointment seeming like, and it was just a mess, but, um, we were so grateful to get to live in their house and it was the most beautiful neighborhood, mm -hmm. such a, I mean, I never had better sleep than the first night we stayed there. I mean, it was yeah. so awesome. We were like, oh, thank you, Jesus. We're somewhere where we're not afraid. Someone's going to break in. You know, it's a gated mm -hmm. community, sweet people, just, I mean, an up and coming area. So it was just an awesome location. Um, but anyway, so we stayed there for about a year. And right at the tail end there, we were getting pretty frustrated because, you know, it had been about a year. And, um, you know, we were allowing discouragement and letting the enemy kind of you know, get on our case lied and lie to us. We did. Um, but there, mm -hmm. there was, you know, a last straw, we were like, you know what, we're not going to put up with this anymore. We're going to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Like David did. We're going to, you know, pick ourselves up by the bootstraps. And we know that God's will for us is to live in a beautiful house. So we wrote down exactly what we wanted. Our dream list, granite countertops, tall ceilings. We wanted a yard. We wanted, you know, all this stuff that, mm -hmm. you know, naturally speaking, everyone was like, who do you think you are believing God for something like that? This is your first house. Mm -hmm. You Why can't you afford settle? that. You need to just settle, just you know, in this you market. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In this market, you're just not going to get that. You're just yeah. going to have to be okay with that. You're just going to have to settle. But we just weren't, we weren't okay with that. We weren't okay with the idea of settling. We were like, well, God, God doesn't want us to settle. So why are we doing that? So we wrote down a dream list, exactly what we, what we desired in our heart. And, um, you know, the same day we had looked at um, a house and it ended up being just a bust. It was already under contract by the time we went to go look at it. And um, we were driving home and I just felt like an unction, I guess, to drive through the neighborhood, which believe it or not, we had never even driven through the neighborhood that we were staying in before. 
we just always went straight, you know, went to the house. And I was like, can we just drive around? You know, let's just look around. Let's see what, what's what. I just want to go look at some nice houses. All I, I just want to go see some pretty houses. <laughs> so we were driving around and I noticed this one house that was, you know, not finished yet, but it was being built and all the other, um, even lots were sold. So they were sold lots without even houses on them yet. So I was fully, you know, expecting this one to be sold. So I was like, well, this door is open. Let's just go walk in. You know, it's a really pretty house. Let's just go walk in and see what's what. So I can't really explain it, except that the second I walked in, my heart just like leapt on the inside. I was just like, oh my goodness, this house. Oh my gosh. Like, mm -hmm. this is it. This has to be our house. Yeah. But, you know, naturally speaking, I was like, this makes no sense. This has to be someone else's house. They were, I mean, there was custom counter, or uh, I'm sorry, custom cabinets. They mm -hmm. were gray. Like the ceilings were so tall. There was a fireplace right when you walk in. Granite nice. countertop, four bedroom, two baths, covered, covered patio, um, a really big bathroom, huge walk-in shower, huge walk-in closet. I mean, just totally custom made. Yeah. I mean, it was just... You know, I mean, there was no reason for me to it, think. It looked like somebody was building this house specifically for them. Yes, exactly. That's what it looked like. Right. And so, you know, in my heart, I was like, this has to be your house. But I was trying to to discern, you know, between my flesh and my spirit. And I was like, Lord, is this you? Is this just me just really wanting this house? And, um, you know, we we went back home after that and we kind of ran some numbers. And we were like, well, there, even if this was it, would not be able to afford it because I contacted the agent. She was like, well, you know, surprisingly, it's actually not sold. It's a, it's a, um, what's it called? A spec home. So it was like a builder grade. Like, you know, they were kind of just doing their own thing, seeing what would sell mm -hmm. and stuff. And um, I was like, all right, well, what's the price? And she told me, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Never mind. You know, naturally speaking, yeah. there's no way we can afford that. It's just not in the cards. So we talked about it and Jonathan was like, no. You know, this that is I'll yeah. let you kind of well it was it was completely just me talking to me and did not inquire of the Lord at all. It was, you know, well, on paper, what does this look like? Instead of saying, Well, instead, let's let's walk by faith. It was it was really, you know, a really big step of faith for us. And we had kind of after that we went back into the discouragement phase for a moment. About then, a day. <laughs> yeah. And then the Lord gave me a scripture. Mm -hmm. And it was Amos 9, 13 through 15 in the message. It just came up like like a fire on the inside. Just mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, that's it. Mm -hmm. This is what the Lord wants for us. And, you know, there was several different parts about that scripture where, you know, it's talking about that um, it's not going to be long now, God's decree Yep. That everything's going to happen so fast, your head's going to swim okay. one thing fast on yep. the heels of the other. Um, everything will be happening all at once. And everywhere you look, yep. blessings. Yeah. And he said, I'll plant you on your land and yep. you'll never be taken and uprooted mm -hmm. from that land again. Yeah. And that yep. one phrase, everywhere we look, blessings. Yep. We took that to heart. We said, that's from the Lord. It was that rhema yep. anointed word yes. from God. We had heard from God. Now we got, we, we, let's put our faith on it. Mm -hmm. And so it was like this, this fire shut up in our bones that mm -hmm. there was no more discouragement. Of course, there were other opportunities, right? Even from there, you know, like just opportunities to be discouraged or disappointed, mm -hmm. but we would always remind each other, no, everywhere we look blessings. So when yeah. we look in our, in our kitchen, we see blessings. When we look in our bathroom, yeah. we see blessings. When we look in our living room, blessings. That's exactly everywhere right. we look in our house, we see blessings, which yes. means what we're believing for, that's our blessing. We believe mm -hmm. we're going to see that. Mm -hmm. And um, and then you can... Well, to there. kind of go back to what he was saying about the scripture, we actually, the Lord gave us that scripture about, what, two weeks before we found this house? Mm -hmm. So we we yeah. had been standing on that word because it's really important to remember to, to have scripture to back your faith. So, you know, where does it say that in the word? Okay, yeah. it says here that we can have this. This is a promise from God. And so that's what we were standing on. Sure. And that's what was, you know, keeping us going. And when we were in those moments of discouragement, okay, nope, we're going to snap back and remember everywhere we look, blessings. He promised that to us. Yeah. And so we were, we were grabbing hold of it, bold faith. We were laying hold of that. Yeah. And so, um, so after that day, you know, where we were like, oh, the numbers aren't working out, whatever. I just really, 
I felt very strongly about it. And, um, you know, we were going to sleep that night and I was like, Lord, you know, I'm giving this to you. I'm going to trust you with this because I'm not going to carry this burden. And that night I actually had, I'd never had this before, but, um, I had a dream that we were living in this house and we were celebrating Thanksgiving, you know, it was decorated with Thanksgiving. There are people, our family was in there. There was a giant couch. We were like, you know, having a great time cooking and everything, singing. There was music. It was just so fun. Like every Hallmark mm -hmm. movie ever, you know? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, <laughs> but like, that was my dream, but it was us. And then I woke up and I was like, that was weird. And I went back to sleep and had, it was so weird. It was a continuation of that dream, but we were celebrating Christmas. And so it was like Christmas decorations everywhere. So it was the same kind of thing, but with Christmas. And I woke up and I was just like, man, that was so cool. I told Jonathan about it and um, he was like, well, you know, we're going to believe God for, if this is our house and it'll, he'll work it out. But if not, you know, there'll be something better. That same afternoon I get it or Jonathan calls me and he was like, so crazy news. The interest rates just dropped. So at this time he was a loan officer not a loan or not a loan. Officer. I worked for a bank. He worked for officers. a bank. I'm sorry. Yeah. And they told him that the, you know, the interest rate just dropped. And so he was like, I crunched the or I, you know, worked the numbers and, um, somehow this actually would work for us. We could actually do we, this. We would qualify. We would qualify. Yes. And mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, contacted the agent. We went and looked at it. We put on, we put our earnest money in, like we put this house under contract. I kid you not that same day, the agent called me and she was like, this is the craziest thing. I just had six people call me today to come look at this house. And they offered to literally pay like above asking price to sweep from, to like sweep it out from under you to try and get it yeah. from you. He was like, but I'm not going to do that. You know, you guys put in your earnest money. So basically long story short, you know, we put it under contract. And um, at this point, you know, I, I was telling you, I was in real estate, my real estate classes, two weeks before we closed on this house or before we found this house, I got my license, which means that I would get a commission for representing. We can represent us. Like I could represent us for our, our home. And so mm -hmm. I ended up getting paid to buy this house. Mm -hmm. So we were able to fully furnish our home with the money that we got. With no money we had pocket. no money out of pocket. We had no money mm -hmm. to put into this house. We had no furniture. We had nothing absolutely nothing. So this was a complete faith act for us. We we're like, well, Lord, you know, in the word, it says that you'll, we'll um, live in houses that we didn't pay for. You'll furnish it with things we didn't buy. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, that's also, you know, that's part of the blessing. And so we were like, well, that's for us. And he, oh, he over delivered for us. Mm -hmm. It would just like what Ephesians three twenty says, this is our exceedingly abundantly above all that we asked or even dreamed of. And it was just every time I talk about it just makes me just tear up because this house is such a testament to the faithfulness and the goodness of God. And yeah. I mean, uh, he is just over delivered mm -hmm. in every area of our life. But that is really when I was like, okay, there is, this is so real to me, you know, when yeah. you, but it's, you have to see it on the inside before you see it on the outside. And so you got to have that open heart and allow the Holy Spirit to, to paint that image yeah. on the inside and to not allow discouragement in and not allow the enemy to lie to you and disqualify you yeah. from his blessings and, yeah. and abundance. And if you'll, if you'll just be willing to stand mm -hmm. that even, yes. even through discouragement, yes. don't listen to the devil. He likes to think he's a businessman mm -hmm. where he's going to walk in and let's see if I can get you to sell. Let's, let's negotiate. negotiate. Right. Let me see what I can get you to settle on. So, you know, you know that God's promises, those are not really for you, mm -hmm. but you can have some of it, but not all of it. So yeah. let's negotiate and reach a settlement. And there are far too many people who are settling for way less than God's best. Mm -hmm. And God has an, an abundance of resources. And God wants to bring you to a place, not just so that you can say, look at me, I've got all this stuff. But so that yeah. God, number one, wants to treat his kids right. Mm -hmm. But he also wants to put you in a place yeah. where you can 100% advance the kingdom of God yes. and bring yes. the kingdom 
to increase the kingdom in, right. in your area, in your life, in your world, and around the world. That's right. And if 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 you'll just stick with it, stick with the word, mm -hmm. stick with what he said, yeah. instead of what you feel, instead of what right. you see, instead of what people tell you, you stick with the word yeah. and believe it in faith, keep it in your mouth, keep it yeah. in your heart. You'll see it happen. And yes. it was really awesome to see her walk through that because that was the first time she got to like, watch it walk yeah. it out watch it step by step mm -hmm. this yeah. is what we believe for god gave us a word and then yeah. look at what he did yeah exactly man oh that's awesome yeah it's yeah. like it reminds me of um oh uh, you know when martha comes in and, and and she interrupts mary and when jesus is teaching right and um <laughs> uh jesus said that she chose that that needful thing and this is the part that comes <laughs> from my heart right now and it won't be taken away from her that's so right i feel like Good. for you katie that was your this is that needful thing and yeah. it's not going to be taken away from you because, you know, yeah. it's one thing to, to, you know, you can't live on Jonathan's face and vice versa. Right. Even though you guys are married, it just doesn't right. work that way. And yeah. you see that with Abraham and, and Sarah, the Bible says yeah. that Sarah herself received the strength to conceive yeah. and to have a child because she judged God faithful yes. with that promise. Okay. It couldn't just be Abraham's faith, obviously, uh -huh. even though he's the father of faith, she couldn't live <laughs> off of Abraham's faith. It had to be her own thing. And, and that kind of bears witness with what happened there with you guys. It was like, yeah. this is something that can't be taken away. Uh, and yeah. so it's just like, and I think I find it so great that, you know, the, the title of your broadcast is a house of faith and God literally gave you guys a house of faith. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just a cool thing, a cool testimony in that. And so, uh, but yeah, no, that's awesome. But um, so you guys have done that. There's this testimony now. Y'all have seen the, the Lord move. And so what you're wanting to do is share that with the next generation. Now, what are like some things that comes to your heart as we say that the next generation, like what are, what's stirring? What's in your heart about that? Like how, how did God breathe that into you? Like, where is that at for you guys? Yeah, I kind of had a realization, I think it was around the first of the year, mm -hmm. where I'd, I'd grown up in church and grown up hearing everybody say, we got to reach the next generation. And it was always like, yeah, reach, reach me, reach us. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of had a realization yeah. that there's now one after me. <laughs> that when we yeah. say we're reaching the next generation, that means my generation reaching out yeah. to the, the yeah. generation coming after me. Mm -hmm. And thank God for brother copeland and thank oh god for jerry savelle and keith moore yes. and yes. And, yes. and and bill winston and yeah. and jesse duplantis and some of these great men and women of god yeah. who have served their generation yeah uh, and so with, many others that's right so many others with the gospel and with with the message of faith mm -hmm. and and see through even through the persecution stuck yeah. with it to preach boldly yes. Mm -hmm. and and that has always ministered so much to me but i kind of had a realization i was like you know if jesus tarries even 30 or 40 years and they go home to be with the lord there's got to be some other people who are rising up yeah. not to take their place right. but to stand with them yeah to step up mm -hmm. and and, say, and not not just we don't need to learn how to do this then mm -mm. we need to learn how to live by faith and lead in faith yeah. now right so yeah. that those those coming up behind us and those who are with us mm -hmm. can see somebody standing up and being a pioneer yeah. and, and mm -hmm. setting, setting the example of living and walking by faith. Mm -hmm. um, you know, especially in, in a lot of my generation, I've seen it a lot recently and it's, it's become a popular buzzword is to deconstruct people are in deconstruction of their faith. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of them have no intention of, of rebuilding. Yeah. Reconstructing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and it breaks it breaks my heart because you know they say well faith doesn't come easy to me and this doesn't come easy to me and well it's it's not necessarily about it being easy yeah it's just about you having a relationship with your heavenly father that you know what he mm -hmm. said and whatever it takes i'm going to take him at his word That's whether right. it's popular yeah. whether people agree mm -hmm. whether even my natural circumstances agree or not yeah i'm going to take god at his word and so uh, around the first of the year, I just really felt such an unction. We both did in mm -hmm. seeking the Lord about what he had for this year. Just such a strong unction on the inside to really begin preaching faith yeah. to people. Yeah. Not to anybody who will listen to it, but, yeah. you know, people in our generation need to stand up and be counted. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. uh, people have done that in the past. And it's not just stand up and be counted that, you know, I'm a Christian. 
no, <laughs> even take it, take it kind of a step further. Like I'm a work of faith, house of faith yeah. believer. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to stand up and be counted as, as someone who believes the full gospel right. of Jesus yeah. Christ. The good news is not just that you can be saved. That's right. great. Yes. That that's, is great. And that's a huge part that's of it. And, and if that's massive. all it was, we can be that happy be and rejoice and be yeah. thankful. Yes. But we don't, yeah. the Lord doesn't want you to stop there. stop there. Exactly. He There's wants so us to much go more. after all of it mm -hmm. and possess everything that yep. he has for us. Yeah. And um, we just, we kind of felt that so strong is that our generation, the generation after us, and even those that have come before us need to see young people yes. who are standing up and saying, I'm willing to be counted as one of those people. That's right. I'm willing to be yeah. bold in my faith. I'm willing to be bold about what I believe about the word of God, mm -hmm. even if I get persecution, even yeah. if people don't like it, right. even if it's not popular, it's what the word says. Yeah. And I think leading by that example yeah. and and showing people that living a life of faith, it doesn't mean that you're never encountering situations. Mm -hmm. It means mm -hmm. that when you do, you encounter them differently. That's right. And I'm going to encounter right. them from a standpoint of strength yeah. rather than mm -hmm. caving. Yeah. And and yeah. we don't learn to cope. We learn to conquer That's in right. Jesus. That's right. We don't learn to just manage things. No. We learn to overcome. Yeah. And That's already, right. I mean, even in this last year, because we, we kind of stepped it up a notch, especially in being bold about what we believe and what yeah. we preach and being really bold. I mean, we've received persecution already. It's fine. It doesn't bother me no. because even if nine people don't like it, but one person gets set free from it, so worth let's it. do it for that it's one. Let's it do it. That's right. Right. It's worth it. Yeah. And so we, we dedicated our life. It's probably uh, just a few months ago. We just said, we're going to consecrate every every bit of energy, mm -hmm. every resource we got, mm -hmm. every, every bit of time that we have yeah. to get this message in on every voice. Yes. That's why, you know, we, we wrote books. Yep. We've, we are doing the, the, the broadcasts. Mm -hmm. We've got big vision, big things yeah. that, that the Lord wants us to do. Mm -hmm. And really just yeah. to take this word and just run with it yeah. <laughs> and, and dedicate and consecrate every part of our life into that so that other people can be set free yeah. by the same message of faith that set me free. Yeah. And this message, man, it's, it's going to bring me to tears. This message is what's given me life. It is what That's saved right. my life. Mm -hmm. And I know it can do the same for anybody and everybody. It's, it's that whosoever, that's what yep. Jesus said, whosoever shall say to this mountain. So it's whosoever. And that's who I want to preach to. I want to preach to the whosoever. Yeah. which is anybody who will listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, and, and just do whatever, uh, allow the Lord to open doors, mm -hmm. but also just, just do whatever I can to honor him mm -hmm. and do it in such a way of excellence that it brings glory to him, mm -hmm. that people will listen to it and hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, that's so good. That's so good. It's such a blessing. But uh, yeah, uh, as we uh, begin to wrap this up, I want to be respectful of y'all's time. Um, uh, Katie, would you just say a prayer over this next generation? And yeah. and um, Jonathan, if you kind of like close out the prayer and um, yes. we'll just uh, we'll we'll go from there. Uh, would you do that for us, guys? Sure, absolutely. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, for yes. your promises. Thank, thank you, Lord, you. that your promises are always yes and amen. Thank you, Lord, that your faithfulness endures forever and that um, it endures to all generations. Yes. Lord, thank you that we were created and anointed for such a time as this. Thank you, Lord. We are willing to be the example to show believers how they should live, 1 Timothy 4.12. And um, thank you, Lord, for just blessing this next generation. Thank you, Lord, for encouraging them and reminding them who they are in you and for um, just allowing them to step up and to step out and to be counted. And um, we love them, Lord. Thank you that you love them. You have yes. amazing plans for them. And Lord, we want to, we just want to encourage that. We want to help push them into that direction, Lord. But thank you for just blessing this generation and what those, yes. those curses that people may have spoken over them, like this generation is, they're just, you know, aloof. They don't know anything. They're just, you know, a mess. They're never going to amount to anything. We command that to just be silenced in Jesus name because they have amazing plans in store for them because you created them for such a time as this. 
And Lord, we just want to encourage them. We speak blessing over this next generation. We speak um, just bold faith, boldness yeah. to speak your word, boldness to stand up and be willing to um, to be counted as one who loves Jesus. And um, thank you, Lord, for just your, your anointing that's on this next generation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We speak life over this generation. Yes. Blessing you, over them. Thank Father, you, thank Lord. you that they have eyes that are open yes. to see Jesus, ears that are thank open you, to Jesus. hear his voice. And they have hearts that are softened and opened, ready to receive the precious word. Father, thank you that this generation will rise up. Yes. This generation will rise up and we'll be exactly as David did. And we'll serve our generation yes. with the gospel. Thank we'll you. serve our generation with the purpose of God. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for those coming in to the gospel, coming into the kingdom of God. Father, thank you for anointing them, anointing their hands, anointing their lips. Mm -hmm. And Father, thank you for sending us out, thank giving you. us open doors of opportunity. And Lord, we'll be listening to your Holy Spirit as you lead us and guide us, yes. as you direct us and correct us, as you instruct us and motivate us. Lord, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that we will be those who usher in the glory of God, yes. those who usher in this kingdom into this generation that we will see this generation serve Jesus. Yes. We prophesy yes. that and declare that in Thank the mighty you, name Father. of Jesus. And Father, we repent right now forever saying this generation is lost. Yes. This generation yes. is, is of, is of the devil. No, we're not going to say any of those things anymore. No. We commit to speaking yes. words of life, yes. words of yes. faith, yes. words of blessing and Thank not of cursing. Yes. And we believe that this generation serves Jesus yes. with a bold faith yes. and with a confident heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Well, uh, once again, guys, let everybody know where they can follow you, contact you, see the broadcast. We said it at the beginning, but let's say it here at the end as well. Absolutely. So they can, best way is probably go to calministries.org. You can see what we're about. You can find our links to our YouTube there, which is House of Faith. You can search that on YouTube. Find us on social media. Mm -hmm. If you'd like for us to come speak at your conference or your church, we'd love to bring this bold message of faith to you and to, and to your people as well. We're just excited to preach Jesus. So calministries.org, yep. YouTube, House of Faith. Amen. No, that's wonderful. You guys check it out. Um, see what they're doing there. And uh, those who are listening to the podcast, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps the podcast get into more ears. Uh, we can just spread this this message of faith through our to our generation. Amen. And so uh, it's just a good thing. But my name's Elijah Merle. I don't ever want you guys to forget this. Now, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank you for listening to the Greater Than Podcast. To find out more, visit our website at merleministries.com.